Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you? Pretty good. Knees screwed up. Your knees screwed up? Screwed it up. It's the you, end of me. It's the end of, it's the end of my journey. You, <laughs> you've been trying to dunk, bub. You've been just, trying to dunk. Just trying to do basic workouts <laughs> that involves running, and I guess my, my legs are just like, nah. It's, it's all that cycling, man. You've been you've been putting your really knees through. Th- well, I cycle I cycle for the first time in a in a while yesterday, and that hurt really bad. I was like, no, Ooh. this is not good. So I'm thinking maybe the cycling may have something to do with have the knee take, injury. Have you taken any ibuprofen? Josh, come on now. You know me. Of course I have. I've taken ibuprofen. I've taken Tylenol. I bought several different knee braces just to try just to try out different you, knee braces. You, I've iced it. You know, you might need to uh, remember when I had that knee problem that I had, I had to go to the doctor and get that um that anti inflammatory medication that wasn't like Motrin, but that's just what it was for. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um I could do that. I, I it would be worth a Yeah, I could do that, but that means I'd have to go to the doctor. Which I, I hate. I, more than anything. I mean I don't like going to the doctor either, I but I, I like to walk. Well when it, I can walk fine. But when it comes to like oh Kaylee you have to run, you have to jump, you have to do like this very weird sort of sort of bend over where your knees are bending, you know things that typically don't happen in day to day life. But if I find myself in that position, I'm hurting, you know. So how are you doing? No, I'm I'm good. It was a long work week, but we're here. We're doing oh, yeah, chat from a hat. Long work week for me too. Oh, we were, I know. We were you painting had... the new uh, office space, so that 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 also played a role in my knee because I'd been working out on it. So then standing well, up... Well, I was going to say, you've been standing, standing, up, on standing up constantly, getting on ladders, have, and bending over to paint. I'm have like, oh, you been hurting. Have you been on concrete? Has it been concrete, tile floor, carpet? It's a tile floor. Okay. I was going to say, because yeah, tile. Tile, tile does not yeah. help, and I've been running concrete on, doesn't help either. I've been working out on grass, which, thank God, it's not nearly as bad as... Because I was... A couple years ago, I was running on, like, the road. <laughs> Where I live, there's not well, a that, lot of options. Wasn't that when the dogs attacked you? The dogs ran after me, and I didn't run because I had to like run super fast that day to like outrun the dogs, and I hurt my knee that day too. That was a couple years ago. Got so. to do them stretches, man. I did. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. This 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 harks back like ten plus years ago. It's just yeah. my left knee is just always hurting. So. I, I I feel your pain with the left yeah, knees I, all the time. Caleb, how's the candy bar tournament doing? It's I mean, it's over basically. I, I have just ha- I just haven't announced the winner. Would but. you say it's pretty mid? Yeah. Well. Oh. Well, here's the thing. It's the same exact finals uh, that we had t- three years ago in 2020. Same exact finals. What you Snickers mean? People, versus Twix. You mean people's? Which is crazy. Tastes don't change. Which is dumb, and it's going to be the same winner. Yeah. Twi- Twix, it's going to be Twix. Twix. Twix won. Twix won basically. Yeah. I know. It's probably is like. It was Twix versus who? Uh, Snickers. Snickers. I think Tom may have ran up by now, but uh, Twix is the winner. Twix is the winner. Twix is the winner, but by, by, by about ten votes. Well, at least it wasn't cookies and cream Hershey bars. Yeah, so, well, yeah, should have been zero. Yeah, should have been zero. I agree. The people are just. I don't know about. I feel like nobody's really that passionate about Twix, but whenever you put it in that tournament, it just wins. It it wins. It beats everything. I, I say you should redo the tournament and not put Twix or Snickers in. I'm just not going to do the people, tournament ever again. I don't blame you. I'm going to do it because if you take out two. If you take out two of the the, the best powerhouses, ones, like what's the point of doing it? Like we don't know what. Oh, 
We were playing for third place now, so that's okay. I know. Got to get a bronze sometimes. I'll give it another three years, and uh, maybe new candy bars will be up. Mm-hmm. I think I doubt it. Things don't change in the candy bar candy bar world. Anytime they bring in something new, it lasts for about a second. Like, no, give us this this old basic Hershey's because it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's great. You, you can't know? beat the classics. You can't yeah. beat the yeah. classics. Well, Caleb, we talked about it earlier um, this week, but the big the big sports news. This week is is Endeavor, which owns UFC, has bought out World Wrestling Entertainment. Oh yeah, that's a and, thing, and that's it's pretty big. So I mean, the two biggest sure. combat I, I use quotations around combat sports with uh, lightly with with WWE, but I mean, I guess technically it still is a combat yeah, sport. One's very entertaining, and one's trash. You're right. You're right. And UFC is trash. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I know that, that that is. I like both. I like both. Don't, I'm not going to love UFC. I'll watch WWE because it is very entertaining. Um, I, I'm not I, a fan of violence. I'm not a fan of getting beat up. <laughs> you don't have to get beat up, Caleb. I'm watching people like Al. Like this is mean. These people are <laughs> Jesus mean. Right. But no. Um, pretty big news that they haven't. I don't think they've. Uh, they've. They've said how much the buy. The the buyout was for. Um, but one, I mean, one Snicker bar. Well, that's it. That's it. I mean, Snickers is a sponsor of WWE is now, it? so you know maybe you they go. did. Maybe they did buy them in yeah. Snickers bars. But uh, uh, Vince McMahon apparently is back as the uh, rumor is back as the head of creative again, even though Triple H still has the title. Um, and you could tell it on Raw this Monday because Raw this Monday was trash. Tell you what, uh, I wish Vince would just go away. But that's just me. But that's the big news. Um, I, we'll wait to see what happens. Um, hopefully, Vince gets his money and rides off into the sunset. But I doubt that his ego can't stand not being in control at all times. You know who should be in control? Who? I'll tell you who. Who? It's not going to be a surprise. It should be Disco Inferno, <laughs> baby. It should be Good Disco. God. Whatever the, Disco Inferno's real name is. Assuming he is alive. No, oh, he's alive. He's go. alive. He still he still makes rounds for his controversial comments too. He should be in concert. No, not disco. Oh yes, disco. This is so shocking. We will we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk off the air about disco. Trust me. Okay. Well, I there, there's listen, a there's I a lot. I don't to care it. about disco for. I never liked him really, but I just want to throw in like a super obscure name and he, say like he needs to be. He the was owner. disco fever, man. They were for real. Disco uh, fever. Uh, I was gonna say Andre. No, not Andre, but uh. uh Big Big Show slash The Giant slash Paul White should be <laughs> who's in AEW now. He didn't make controversial comments, did he? He would not. I know of. Good. He's a he's perfect. He's a perfect, Jim. He's in perfect. the wrestling world. He's a perfect man. <laughs> he was in MacGruber for a second, <laughs> for a split second. <laughs> he was also Captain Insano, who shows he, no mercy. He was. He also had a sitcom. Oh, he a did. Sitcom. He is the star of Knucklehead. You shut your mouth. I've never watched. I've it. never watched it either. Maybe for good reason. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the movies that we forgot when that topic comes up. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on from WWE, Caleb. You listened to Wednesday's new album, right? Is that right? Did you get Did you get a bunch of listens in, like you said that you were going to do? I got in. Well, look, luckily, like there was four songs released beforehand, which would normally would bother me. But if it's a band that I really like, I, I see I'm very hypocritical when it's a band that I really like. I don't care. <laughs> like, oh, I really like this. But yeah, their their new album, Rat Saw God, Rat Saw God. Okay, that's the name of the album. Wednesday is the shoegaze. Sort of alternative. On the Wikipedia page, their genres are 
alternative shoegaze and country. <laughs> I guess because I'll be honest with you, I've never heard they're a from, Wednesday song. Well, they're ever, from they're so. from Tennessee, okay. so they throw in. Yeah, they throw in some of that country. They throw some and country. By country, I mean, I don't think there's a couple songs on this album you could vaguely classify, but it's still very noisy. It still mm-hmm. has the loud guitars. But the second you throw in that lap, still. <laughs> uh, yep. So it yep. is kind of it is kind of unique. The song structure wise, it is still very shoegaze slash mm-hmm. like sort of noise rock. But uh, I think adding in that Tennessee Tennessee element uh, makes it feel somewhat unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new album is, is good. It's a really good guitar guitar album. Uh, really, uh, I would dare to say perfect guitar tones and some really nice guitar leads. Uh, vocals that you'd expect from a shoegaze group uh, can get passionate at times, but it's also sort of low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just good. Like if you're into this kind of music, I I highly recommend this because when it comes to modern bands, I mean you don't see a lot of American shoegaze bands. Mm-hmm. Shoegaze usually is, uh, is very much a Britain or British thing. Sure, but uh. They are, they're doing stuff a little bit different. You know, the songs are real, some of them are relatively short, but then they'll pop out like an eight minute long song that does a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. It's one of my favorite albums for this year. So, yeah. Very I'd, cool. I'd give it a, a eight and a half rat, rat saws <laughs> out of 10. Out of 10 gods. Out of 10 gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Caleb, actually today I had a record come out as well that I had forgot was coming out. Uh, Kiss released a new Off the Soundboard today, which uh, came from uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. I don't know how you say it. Poughkeepsie. Oh, that's where it's from. In 1984, Mm -hmm. it is freaking terrible. I was about to say, I bet it's awful. It's awful, dude. It's so bad. Um, Because they're a bad live band, right? Yes. Terrible (laughs) live band. Terrible live band. This is true, though, right? Are we joking? No, they're a great live band. Are they? Oh, yes. I always heard that they were bad. No, dude, they're a great live band. Oh, okay. They're a great live band. The problem with this record is the fact that this is only, it was only the second tour after they took the makeup off. Mm -hmm. And they had a guy play on guitar, or play guitar by the name of Mark St. John. Yeah. He played on one record, mm-hmm. and then he got a hand, uh, a debilitating arthritis thing in his hand. He played four shows. That'll do it. This is one of those four shows. Oh, it's no. actually the only soundboard recording ever with him. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it's not good. not good. The the mix is terrible. It, it sounds like half the time he's not even on, like his guitar is not even on. Might not be. And. <laughs> I, I, they might be like, we got to you know turn what? you down. I, it, 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 that's kind of what it feels like. It's mm-hmm. kind of what it feels like. Don't recommend it yeah. at all. Stream it. Don't buy it. Not worth your money. Kiss fan or not, yeah. ain't worth your money. It's Classic terrible. Kiss. Ugh. It's terrible. <laughs> so it was disappointing, too, because I love that tour and I love that album. Mm-hmm. So a soundboard recording would have been really cool, but no. Got to release this steaming pile of trash. But anyway... Speaking of steaming pile of trash, we watched Air this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the steamy pile of trash. Steaming pile of trash. As you wear a Air Jordan hoodie. Yeah. Was that was in that a pair, coincidence? In a pair or of Air Jordan thirty two. But you always wear Air Jordans anymore, it seems. I got a lot of Air Jordans, but I've, I've, I've just sort of transitioned to more like casual wear. I've like Reebok and Adidas too, because mm-hmm. you know I work. I can't just always wear Air Jordans all the time. <laughs> Thank God you didn't paint your Air Jordans. Jesus Christ. Now we're some really, really crappy, like, gray Nikes. But that, nonetheless, Nikes. So you didn't wear New Balance, is what you're saying. No, my New Balances are did great. You, did you I get your dad's new, new Balances to wear? Oh, I couldn't do that to him. I, know I couldn't do that to him. It's the only, the only has two pairs, and they're both New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't say much. I own two pairs of shoes, and they're both Vans, so, you know, I can't say anything. I saw a pair of New Balances in the hallway here. Oh, dude, I've had those okay. so long. I I, dude, I've literally had that pair of shoes probably six years, and I bet you I've wore them four times. <laughs> New Balance. They're just not comfy. New Balance they're not comfy. It's kind of like kind of in right like like they're i'm not like necessarily like the, the dad shoes that you see at, at shoe show but there yeah. are some like some sort of high-end oh i love new those shoes that are they're just too big that's why i bought a pair, <laughs> i bought the a pair of new balance 550s because they're like sort of like hot they're the hot thing now in shoes and i like them yeah then i post them on facebook like, these are great dad shoes Kevin. Like, just because just because they have the in on it doesn't make it a whatever whatever guys but yeah we watched the air uh, which is about uh nike Essentially Michael throwing Jordan. everything at the window to sign uh, Michael Jordan. Um, I, yeah, I, I was really looking forward to this movie mm-hmm. because, of, of course, of course, I'm looking forward to it. Like, there was a moment in this movie where I didn't understand what they were talking about. <laughs> it literally checkmarked every box for you. I understood it. Great actors, basketball, shoes, yeah, and a drama. Yeah, and this 80s. literally che- and eighties. This checkmarked yeah. every box for you, and but. By God, man, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was so good. Here's the thing, like, if we're just judging it as a movie and not judging all the things that I personally mm-hmm. love about mm-hmm. it, it is really good. It, it is it, really good. It does follow a very specific formula you see in, like, the uh, sort of, like, behind-the-scenes sports dramas like mm-hmm. you'd see in, like, a Moneyball or even a Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, but whenever you do that good, it's mm-hmm. good. It's like whenever you make a good m- music movie, not necessarily a good biopic mu- music mm-hmm. movie, but a good music movie. Yeah, it's always going to check those boxes. But if you do it right, it's it's mm-hmm. good, and this does it right. And and with with its sneaker stuff and just uh, sort of uh, niche things when it comes to basketball knowledge, mm-hmm. all that stuff is just kind of like a cherry on top sure. for me. Sure, and uh, great performances. I just, thoroughly enjoyable movie. Oh uh, yeah, great snappy dialogue. Great performances. Uh, I think this is Chris Tucker's first movie in about ten years. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah, he's like the second best person in the movie. But mm-hmm. Matt Damon is uh, is is amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, Viola Davis, yeah. who plays Michael Jordan's mom, whom Michael Jordan stuck his neck out for. He's like, I want Viola Davis to, pay, mm-hmm. to play my mom, and uh, she she's great. Uh, this is probably the first movie of the year that seems like sort of an Oscar or, or an awards caliber yeah. movie. Yeah, and maybe we'll see it because. Because movies, it, movies are getting movies that came out come out earlier in the year are getting more recognition. Mm-hmm. Like everything, ever all, all at once debuted at South by Southwest in March last year, and it, it won Best Picture. So. This movie kind of reminds me, like going what you're talking about. It kind of reminds me of like Spotlight, and by that I mean like Spotlight kind of under the radar. Nobody really oh, yeah. thought about or said anything Very about talky. it. And then boom, it's yeah you know, regarded as one of the best movies that year. I think I think that'll happen with Air too. It could uh, because it's, it's I mean it's got. Near like it, the, the Rotten Tomato score always always goes down a little bit, and it was sitting like a ninety eight, and I was like, mm-hmm. I bet it's went down about three or four points because people because people people are people mm-hmm. and they like to do this thing, and it's, yep. down, it's down to a ninety four, but I think it's a very agreeable movie. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine many people walking away from it not yep. liking it, despite yep. its content being about like sneakers. Like yep. you think about like oh, this is about one singular shoe. Yep. But uh, honestly, the build up to that shoe, even though I know the shoe is great, yeah, like it's really like it, the build up to everything in this movie is great, even though I know the outcome. Yeah, it's all just yeah. it's, it's all just really good. As stuff. long as as long as it's done correctly and as long as it's in, it. it's in yeah. capt- in, in captivating and things like that, you will be entertained, yeah. and you're entertained in the movie. It's not anything yeah. that is boring. Yeah, there's not one wasted motion, not one wasted scene, not one wasted second in the movie. It's no. it's a thin two hours. It's good. Yeah. It's I, really I good. I even found myself slightly emotional towards the end. I'm not sure if people 
that 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 don't follow basketball or like the the, the shoe game will care that much about the motion that it's trying to sell you. But I, I did feel a little bit of emotion because mm-hmm. I just think the performances between Matt Damon and Viola Davis are are so strong. Uh, really liked it. It has a way bigger budget I mean, than people would you're expect. Talk, you're not talking about Jake, you're going to talk about Jason Bateman. J- Jason Bateman has a really it was great, amazing. He has a really really <laughs> he has a really great uh really great moment there yep. where he probably gets about the most character depth in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's got a really big budget. It's like between seventy and eighty million dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Or Amazon Amazon Studios did it. Be- Bezos has got the money to throw away. Oh, it's we, fine. Here, I realize why because probably to even talk about Nike mm-hmm. or any of these shoe companies, yep. you got to. Pay a, a pretty price. It's got a big cast. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing is to get rights of all the songs that they used. This has yeah. a big soundtrack. Yeah, it does have a big it, soundtrack. Because it mostly substitutes songs in for like original score. Mm-hmm. It might have like one or two scenes with score. But it's always doing like a needle yeah. drop. And it usually lands. Like always. Yeah. Like like one of the best soundtracks I've yeah. heard in, in years. A lot, But you're right. There's a lot of licensing in the movie too. Yeah. I mean, they license, a lot. They license the NBA and stuff too. Yeah. They show... <laughs> You know, all of the, oh, yeah. a lot of NBA Shows stuff and everything. Like, whenever you're watching the movie, it doesn't feel like a big movie. It feels, yep. it, it feels like a very small movie. It There's does. only, like, a handful of locations. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all these other things, I think, mm-hmm. adds up oh, yeah. financially. Oh, yeah. Liked it a lot. Oh, yeah, it was very good. Um, well, Caleb, to just today um, was Star Wars Celebration. We're going we're gonna to segue to Star Wars here just a little bit. Uh, a lot of huge, huge stuff came out of Star Wars Celebration today. Um, the main thing being uh, the announcement of three brand new Star Wars movies. It will not be a trilogy, apparently, but three standalone films. And uh, the big, big thing, though, of Daisy Ridley being back in the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah. And they're going to continue that story. Sure. Don't know maybe how I feel they, about that. Maybe they'll be able to re- redeem it because they, yeah, because they, they ended they, it poorly. They screwed the Man. pooch horribly with the last three their guns. They, need really, they really need it, despite, like, like uh, backlash from the audience after the last Jedi, yeah. they should have just stuck to their guns. They should just be like, uh, "Ray is a nobody." Yeah, they didn't need to throw they her in to make her like her a Skywalker or whatever. A Palpatine. Palpatine. Spoiler alert! Listen, I don't care. Don't care. Movie sucks. Don't it care. Does. It's been it out for four years. Yeah, get with it, folks. It's, it's terrible. If you're a Star Wars fan, you've so, definitely seen it. You've hate watched it several times by now. Uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I still did. So I apparently, did not like. It. Apparently, the first film is going to be from James Mangold. Who's great? Uh, he's a really good director. He's really good. It's supposed to be the story of the very first Jedi. It takes place twenty five thousand years before where we're at now in the mm-hmm. Star Wars universe. I'm totally cool with that. That guy can helm a movie. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling as long as long as Disney lets him do what he knows he can do with a property, it will be good. The other movie was Dave Filoni. Uh, rumored that it's going to be the uh, the ending of the Mandalorian universe and the the Disney Plus stories, that's cool. That's fine. Let that happen. Then the other movie, which I for the life of me cannot remember the director's name. Help me. I don't know either. Okay, I don't. It's supposed to be this. the movie with Ray. Okay, and set up that new series if they continue to move forward. If it's successful, mm-hmm. they're going to keep doing it. It doesn't matter. They're going to continue to process and shoot out these Star Wars shows and movies and and things. Even some of them that are subpar and that are not good. Andor um, that apparently everybody loves. I've, I can't get into I've it. Andor is great. I can't get into. But it. But I'm not going to watch it. But here's the thing. Probably. Here's the thing about Andor though. Here's the thing about Andor, and this is why I can't get into it honestly, is because I didn't care about Andor and Rogue One. I just don't care about. I, didn't care. I just don't care about Rogue One. I don't. I don't care about Star Wars. 
all these new all these things you're telling me right now sounds cool that's yeah, cool cool for the star wars fan. i just don't care about any of it all i, I see i've like you know the episode of south park whenever stan is like age have you seen that episode where stan is like growing out of things that he loved and everything that Maybe. he's everything Maybe. he sees turns into poop literal poop yes okay I know so, some out. so I know some out. whenever i watch see anything star wars i'm like all this looks the same. <laughs> Even the good stuff, I'm like, oh, this is... I can't differentiate much between the good and the bad, really. It's all just kind of looks the same. Like, oh, this, make, this is just not for me, I guess. Like, I, I like the, I like, I like the Marvel... I, I, believe it or not, like, I like the Marvel stuff more than, than Star Wars. Because at least, while there is way too much of it, there is some stuff that's mm-hmm. just drastically different. Mm-hmm. Just drastically. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Because I think, I, think, I, I think that it still exists on our realm of reality to an extent and star wars is always going to be mm-hmm. in a galaxy far far away sure now if star wars sure. would come down to earth sometime that'd be cool oh my god right that'd be pretty cool that'd be pretty cool well <laughs> they should let me write one they should <laughs> let me write one. well i'll tell you what when we pull the topic out where we pitch a movie you can pitch a star wars movie on earth How i'll about put that? i'll put jack black in it and Lizzo. <laughs> that's where I. And guess what? What a great segue because that's what I was wanting to talk about when I when I sent you when I sent you a, a message and said let's talk about the new episode of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. People, I haven't watched it. People, shut up, shut up. Seriously, it's Star Wars. People, people are so. <laughs> I can't believe they put Jack Black and Lizzo and Christopher Lloyd in. This isn't. This isn't an SNL skit. This is Star Wars. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Good God! I'm not gonna lie. I did watch like a clip, and it was super bizarre seeing Jack. <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow!" But I'm sure he did a good job. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I honestly thought it was fun. He looked like and a let Star me tell Wars you something. Character. I'm not the top. It's the same way with the same way with Kiss when we talked about it a few weeks back. I'm not the top to say that everything that Star Wars does is great. And I will also say when the stuff that Star Wars does that is bad is terrible. Sequel trilogy is terrible. The prequel trilogy, not that great. The original trilogy is awesome. Perfect. Done. However, The Mandalorian, so far, has not been terrible. Have there been some misguided steps on some episodes? Yes. However, putting Lizzo and Jack Black, you're going you're gonna to tell me, you're going to tell me that all of that is worse than what they just did with the sequel trilogy. No, it isn't. Shut up! They ruined Star Wars. With Good this, with Lord! This one, with this one episode, this was yeah, the one, this yeah, was the was one. The one thing. This was this the was thing. the one thing that turned Star Wars <laughs> completely, totally on its head and made it absolutely the worst thing ever. I agree. It, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Shut up! Now, Caleb, this week after <clears> we've <throat> ranted and raved about all of the things of this, I week, feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to our topic unless you have something else that you want to talk about. I don't I don't think I do. You sure? Yeah, I don't think you so. Positive? Let's Probably. take a quick commercial break and we'll come back and have something. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Peanut Butter Cream Pies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Folks, Peanut Butter Cream Pies are delicious, by the way. Just a side note. They're, they're a bit much. Though. They're a bit much. Like they're bigger and they're than, rich. They're bigger than their oatmeal cream but, pies. Man, they're good. They're tasty. They are good. But it is. So it just is a bit much. I, I've had one this year. I'm good. I'm good for the year. I understand that. I understand yeah, that. I don't think I'd buy a box. Like you wouldn't buy a box of them. No, I'd, buy, one, I'd buy one, one singular uh, really pie. Yeah. Oh man, it's just too much. You, you're missing out. It's too much. Too you're much. Missing out. Too much of a too much of a good thing. You know. Well, 
Caleb, let's move on to our topic this week, and our topic was supergroups. And yeah. uh, we decided that we were going to do one of each, one person, or one supergroup had to have people that were all alive. Yeah. And then the second group could just kind of loosey-goosey. You could have dead people, yeah. loosey-goosey. Yeah. Whatever. Do you want to go first? I can. Let me pull, let me pull up my... Uh... Okay, At least so, that I just that so, I just worked so hard. I know hard on. I know that we said that the, that we were going to limit the supergroups to a certain amount of members, but I will go ahead and tell you Did that we the, uh, we we cut we had discussed it. Just okay. a little bit. my living supergroup has six people in it, okay, but minus, there's a reason why. Minus four. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you go first. Yeah, this, I guess this this is like a topic that well, let me let me turn my. I have my phone on low battery mode. I need to keep my phone up and going so that I don't have to keep clicking on here. So my this week, uh, I guess this is a topic I wasn't all that passionate about. I did spend like a day, and by a day, oh, yeah. I spent about an hour. Yeah, putting this together. Um, so I, with, I thought long and hard on mine to the point where I wanted it to be a cohesive supergroup. Like it wasn't just four random yeah, people thrown I'm glad together. You did, cause I, I didn't, but well, I did. I, did okay. I was able to throw. Together, some fancy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it'll work. I don't necessarily believe in music supergroups because uh, it's not going to be as good as the group that I like. It just isn't. It's, okay. just, it's not going to be as okay. good as the individual groups. That's just a fact. Sure. It's just it never is. Okay. They'll, they might okay. put out some cool stuff. Like well, I've even seen where a lot of people we talked about Boy, Ju- Boy Genius last week in their mm-hmm. new album, The Record. Uh, a lot of people saying like I like their individual albums more, and I totally understand that. Sure. I might too if I've listened to them all. Haven't. So this first group I did. Not only did I make it a living group, I made it very plausible. I made it almost like modern. This is almost okay. a, this is almost a modern band. All these all these members are relatively young and okay. and active, mm-hmm. playing music now. So uh, first member I have, I had to think long and hard about who I wanted to be the singer. I thought about all the modern singers I like. Uh, I'm not big on just per. Uh, a singer that just sings. Mm-hmm. Like, I like them to play guitar. So that's okay. what I did. I, okay. Well, this person, she sort of. Does like seventy percent playing guitar and sometimes just sings, and that's uh, Ellie Roswell from Wolf Alice. Uh, she's that's, a that's very, a very good guitarist and a, an amazing voice. Yeah, she can belt it's it. Very unique. She can belt it, and she can also sort of be low key. Mm-hmm. She has some grunge elements, but she can also get like dream, dream poppy. Yeah. So that was my uh, uh, le- lead singer. If you haven't checked out Wolf Alice, I highly recommend them. They every album is very versatile and different than one definitely. Other. I'd say uh, that one. Next on, let's say lead guitar and backing vocals. I have uh, my favorite modern day guitarist and honestly the front man of my favorite band until they they broke up, and that's Joseph Diagostino from Symbols uh, Eat Guitar slash Empty Country. Symbols uh, Eat Guitar is was one of, to me, the, one of the greatest modern indie rock bands. They were just doing some really crazy things, especially on their album Lindsay's Alien, which is like a, a prog indie slash emo like sort of like masterpiece. Sure. And his new album, his new band, uh, 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 Empty Country, is a uh, also very good, but a little bit a little bit lighter mm-hmm. and uh, great guitarist. I but I have him mostly doing back backing vocals mm-hmm. instead of like lead vocals. It's mostly going to be the Ellie Roswell sure. vocal show. Sure. Uh, for bass, I have my favorite modern day bass player um, from from the '90s to today, and that's Alex James from Blur. Uh, doesn't get enough credit as a bass player. Uh, mm-hmm. Just whenever you, especially when you listen to their music with headphones on, like the bass really just shines through. It's like, wow, this guy's incredible. Blur, sometimes very similar to the bass player from Duran Duran. 
the way that like oh, it yeah. just like naturally okay. flows through it, it, with the interwoven guitar parts because mm-hmm. it all just naturally goes perfect. And uh, final member I have is on drums, and we talked about this member whenever we discussed our replacement players, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Rudy Gajador or Gajador from Gatsby's American Dream on drums. Uh, my favorite, my favorite drummer. Uh, Really hope they come back and make make music because I would just love to hear him play more mm-hmm. more of those crazy like borderline prog rock drum parts. Did you see where um, uh, Gatsby's is going to be playing like the majority of um, Oh God, what was the name of the record? Probably going to be playing ribbons ribbons and sugar probably because it's twenty years old this year. I think I think they were playing like eight songs from one record at that show that they're going to be playing. Oh, well, because um, well, Ribbons and Sh- Sugar is short. It's, I mean, it's got I can't it's got like eleven songs or so, but the album is un- like under thirty minutes because yeah. the songs are short. Yeah. So that is my that is my modern day slash very plausible band it's gonna happen it's gonna it's gonna happen and it's probably not gonna be as good as any other individual bands <laughs> well, but that, that's what it is that, my, those are my picks my my uh living supergroup. um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back from the room and move forward okay so we're gonna start with drums okay on the drums i would have larry mullen jr from u2 okay i'll always say that um the best part of U2 is the bass and the drummer, and I've always said that. I agree. Um, um, I, I just I don't think Larry gets enough credit as a drummer um, for what he does. Classic Larry. Classic Larry. I remember Larry. Do you by remember Weird, by Weird Al the song? Um, so now we're gonna now we're gonna start getting into a it, it, not a super group, it's a dream group. Okay. On bass, Don Bag Daryl. On bass and vocals. Don't shut up. <laughs> On vocals and bass, we have Sting. She's the lead, is he going to be the lead vocalist? We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, this to me, this would almost be like a traveling Wilbury situation where any of them can sing at any time. Okay. So they're all singers and vocal uh, vocalists and instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. They can play instruments. Um, on keyboards, Ben Folds. Okay. I mean, even if Ben doesn't keyboards. sing, a keyboard, piano, keyboards, whatever. Okay. Even if he doesn't sing, he can still play keyboards he's like cut, a madman. He's going to cuss on the mic. He's going to cuss on the mic. Um, on rhythm guitar, we have Jason Isbell. Okay. Now, a lot of people would say, well, why don't you have him on lead guitar? Because, I mean, Jason's a wonderful guitar player, but he's a better songwriter than he is a guitar player. Yeah. To me. To it's me. like saying, like, why don't you have Bruce Springsteen as lead guitarist? Come yeah. on, we can get somebody better. Yeah, we can get somebody better. <laughs> That's why I lead lead guitar is Joe Bonamassa. Uh-huh. Okay, Joe Bonamassa, who also so 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 far I've got four singers. I've got four singers yeah. so far. You have a lot of good harmonies. A lot of maybe. good harmonies. Okay, maybe. and then then we got cream of the crop when it comes comes to vocalists. Cream of the cream of the crop, who also can play guitar and piano, is Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to be the lead vocalist. She can she can do this. She can sing softly. She can sing. Have you seen? Have you heard the Soundgarden covers that she's done? I don't know. You should. I'll send them to I, you I've later. Heard, I've only heard one cover that she's done. And honest to God, it was awful. What was it? <laughs> it was a cover of uh, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, uh, Helplessly Hoping. Because they changed, like, that is a very, like, uh, harmony-driven uh-huh. song with three-part harmony. Uh-huh. 
And they changed the harmonies, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that sounded bad. Okay, but she's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> she's well, incredible. But that, that that one cover was like, oh god. I was I was, I was pumped for it. Too. I, I will send go. you. I will send you the two Soundgarden songs okay. that she covered, and they are so awesome. Okay. Um, so yes, that's my you know that's it's my all, super- all over the place. Well, kind of. It is kind of. It is. Oh no no no! I would. We well, got I would a couple. Put, I would put Brandy, Joe, and Jason in there that they could. They I guess kind of all play the the same sort of music. They are, they you can play rock music, and they can do. And it's gonna turn to the, the reggae hour. It's, yeah, reggae hour. <laughs> That's why Sting's gonna go sing his own songs. It would feel like to me almost like a live aid type type situation yeah. where all of them would play their own stuff, but then Larry would play with everybody. <laughs> they would all like, just, just come here. together at the end. I'm just here to play. Well, I mean, you know, but that would be my super group. <laughs> I think that would be really cool to be able to have all of them on stage at one time and able to like trade off each other's songs and stuff. I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Caleb, who's mm-hmm. your dead group? Dead group. That just that just sounds very morbid. Where's your dead group? You know, I have five members here. And oh only, God, I don't. Yes, oh, I do. Only That's one of them. Only one of them's dead. Okay. And I wasn't even gonna put a dead guy, but I was like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw him in there. Uh, no disrespect, because he is one of he's. I love him, but uh, I would start from the drums on, but my drummer is just too good to just. Okay. <laughs> I'm holding my okay. drummer. I'm putting my drummer. This is a. This is a. I, this is also somewhat of a plausible lineup until I get to the end. <laughs> okay, <laughs> until I get to the end. I mean, I because, guess mine kind of the, be, these but... first three members are very similar. Okay, from a songwriting perspective, and they, I think they all sort of, at least two of them, influence uh, each other quite a bit. Okay, and first one I have. Uh, keep in mind, this is going to be a band where four out of the five are doing lead vocals okay. like, be, I mean, they're, they're look what i just had they're gonna be switching off here you know okay. think think beatles like sure uh, so uh at, at keyboard slash vocals i have brian wilson okay uh, brian wilson okay I was gonna do bass but i was like nah nah <laughs> i can find i can find a better bass player but i yeah. wanted him because because of his mostly because of his songwriting yeah and what he can do like yeah. uh in the studio and i'm not saying this is gonna be a, a live good live band a studio band with them writing and bouncing yeah. off each other. This is gonna be this would be great. Okay, so he's my first member. Keyboards, vocals, on bass, on bass and vocals. I got Paul McCartney. Oh man! So so these that two. Would, you're, so you're, Paul you're, McCartney, you're talking my language already. So Paul so. McCartney and Brian Wilson. Uh, I mean, two of the strongest and most unique songwriters from the '60s on. Side note: I'm pretty sure that Paul McCartney and Brian Wilson have performed together before. They probably have. And I think they've performed God Only Knows, because I think yeah. Brian played it and Paul sang it. Okay. I'll have to find that. I'm pretty sure that's... Speaking of that, I've recently discovered, which is, is crazy, because like, this isn't like common knowledge. This yeah. song's been out for 50 years, but yeah. I'm just kind of now discovering that Glenn Campbell did a cover of God Only Knows from did the he? mid-70s. Did he? It is way different than the Beach Boy. Like, it still has like the spirit and mm-hmm. like sadness and yeah. what, whatnot, but uh, it's... It's a lot like bigger sounding mm-hmm. produce. It's not as good, but yeah, having Paul and Brian in I'll the band, they, they will just them competing against each other will make mm-hmm. like some of the greatest songs because that's something that they kind of did in the mid '60s. Sure, where they're like the well, yeah. I, I gotta try to one up this because this was the best thing yeah. I've ever heard. Uh, next, I have a guy who is highly influenced by both those guys, but he came way later. Okay, and that's Andy Partridge from XTC. He's the lead singer okay. and uh, songwriting like like guru like incredible uh, everything he did was different than the last thing he did but whenever he wanted to sound like paul mccartney and brian wilson he would mm-hmm. uh, but it would still have that andy partridge uh, sort of uh, smirk to it or snarkiness mm-hmm. to it and uh, like there were songs from his uh, album 
in the late 80s, uh, Oranges and Lemons, that like people say like this is this would be if the Beach Boys were still making psychedelic music mm-hmm. that they made in the late 60s. This would this would be that. Yeah. So them three together is is would be insane. So so I got Brian, Paul, and Andy. Those three would just be like an incredible lineup. Yeah. So next is my dead guy. <laughs> I got my dead guy. Who's your dead guy? So I need a lead guitar player, and uh, he's great. Uh, and that's Walter Baker from Steely Dan. Um, okay. It's not like he wouldn't fit in with these guys. I mean, oh, like, no. all these guys, uh, well, mostly Paul McCartney and Andy Partridge, aren't foreign <laughs> to the idea of doing a a jazzier number mm-hmm. or a, 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 a soulful number. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brian, not necessarily Brian, still the psychedelic stuff, yep. which was great and beautiful. But uh, Walter would really compliment their their uh, rhythms, rhythm guitars, bass, mm-hmm. and just general songwriting, I think. Uh, great guitar player. He could have played all the Steely Dan leads and, and solos, but they would bring in like session musicians to play mm-hmm. because they just wanted to be be like that kind of band. But he could yeah. he could play it. He could definitely play it. Uh, he but he's dead. So <laughs> he's dead now. So this is impossible. And my, my so you got your one criteria. I got my one dead guy, and I love him. Love him. I I don't want to say I was gonna say I love him to death. But that is tasteless, and we don't that, do that here. I see. I, I was. I was just. I was. I wasn't even saying. I was. That was just going to come out. Know, that I was know. literally just going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I didn't even. I was like, oh man, he is dead. Uh, but my last one on drums. Sadness. Last one on drums is a is a curveball. Okay. This is a multi musician, mostly known for his keyboard singing, keyboard and singing, big time soul jazz uh, funk singer in the seventies, and that is Stevie Wonder on the drums. Stevie Wonder on the drums. Yes. Okay. Have you watched the videos of Stevie Wonder playing drums? I have not, but I know he can play them. Great. He yeah. can play. He can Amazing. play. Them. He can play anything. Yeah, like songs in the key of life. He played the majority of the instruments Did on he? that album. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. He played the drums on a lot. He had. There were some other musicians, but he played the drums. Uh, so this is why this would mostly be a studio uh, thing because mm-hmm. he could track the drums and mm-hmm. then do vocals separately. Mm-hmm. He could have his own song, songwriting. So to me. These are. I like how you and I were going down. We're on the same track with what we're between talking Brian about. Wilson, Paul McCartney, Andy Partridge, and Stevie Wonder. These are four of the greatest songwriters yeah. of all time. Yeah, they're not the best at their instruments, but mm-hmm. when it comes, I'm always songwriter and composition sure. first. Sure, and I think if you put all those guys together, they would just make something insanely, yeah. insanely amazing, or it'd be a disaster. I don't know. But uh, I, I love all these guys. Stevie Wonder. See, I, I was questioning that. I was like, do I want to put him at drums or put him at keyboard? And I was like, no. I'll put Brian yeah. at keyboard because yeah. uh, he's probably better at keyboard than he is at bass. Yeah. But uh, Stevie Wonder, incredible, just an overall incredible musician and an, ama- an amazing songwriter. I mean, that's that's. I would pay money to watch both those yeah. both those groups. I'm just saying. Or buy an album with, with both of an those album, groups yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, so um, it's a cop-out. It's a cop out that my dead guy oh, gosh. on vocals is Freddie Mercury. It's a cop out. Cop out. Jeez. It's a cop out. And and the reason why it's a cop out is because everyone under the sun is gonna pick Freddie Mercury. But there's not some, me. There's no there's no question that Freddie Mercury is one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Yeah. And if you didn't want him back and back to life to do one more Queen record or just one more song with Queen you're lying to yourself. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so my vocalist already is Freddie Mercury. He he's passed mm-hmm. on, unfortunately. Um, lead guitar, George Harrison from yeah. the Beatles. Yeah. George does not get enough credit when it comes to being a guitar player, to me. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, he just doesn't. Great guitar player. Yeah. Uh, He's also a great songwriter. I was going to say, probably an even better songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Great voice, too. Yeah, absolutely. His album, All Things Must Go, is incredible. I love mm-hmm. that album. Um, so, so now we're, we're going to get weird. We're going to get weird. Oh, weird. God, oh, God. God. Uh, Tom, here comes that Dom Bag Daryl pick. <laughs> <laughs> on on bass, <laughs> on bass, we have Kid Rock. Josh, you're lying uh, to me right now. I you're a liar. No. Gosh. On bass, we have Gady Lee. Okay. Okay. Who's, who's alive? Who's alive? Yeah. We have Gady Lee on bass, but not only could he do bass, he could also do do some keyboard work. With his feet. With, with his feet. <laughs> with his feet. To add some extra layers if they were ever playing live. Yeah. But you don't, uh, want, you don't want Gady to do vocals. Is what you're saying? He could if he wanted to. He could, he could, he could get them really high, high harmony if he wanted if to. Freddie can't. You know? Is that what you're saying? Freddie can't. Is that what you're saying right now? Well, right now we don't have anybody with a low you're range. Freddie's so. not good. Yeah, I'm saying Freddie's not good. Freddie sucks. See, I was acting like Twitter just now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Shut up about the Mandalorian. Anyway, uh, um, on keyboards, another person that actually just passed away last year, and that's Christine McVie, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac on mm-hmm. keyboards. Um, Arguably, probably the one of the best songwriters in Fleetwood Mac. I like Christine better than Stevie Nicks. I so said what's, it. What's the big song she had there? Which ones? In the She's late, had two or three. In the late 80s. Everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great song. It's a great that's Songbird. Like, it's like great a, song. You like, Make Loving Fun. It's a great song. I don't know all these, all this mumbo jumbo. Just saying. I just know the hits, okay? Okay. I don't know the deep I, they, tracks. Those, those were hits that I'm saying. Nah. They're hits. They weren't They weren't. You Can Go Your Own Way, which is the hit. The hit from rumors, <laughs> apparently. Um, and then finally, like you had with Stevie Wonder, I have with my drummer, and that's Dave Grohl. Um, can do drums, <laughs> guitars, vocals, whatever you want him to do, he can do. Yeah. And I think that he would be a really good producer of the record, too. Uh, yeah. That's so, so with a, with a, with a record, I think he he'd take him to his his quote unquote garage, yeah. and record, yeah, and act like it's not some big major multi million dollar studio. Well, like I mean, he did on, just like he did on uh, what was the uh, 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 sound sound? Uh, oh God, sound the light. Oh God, the, um, of it, the 2011 album they um, did the. The wasting light, wasting light, wasting light, sound of light. What am I talking I don't know. about? I don't know what, what I'm talking saying about. right now. We're not historians, folks. We know. never claim I, I to be. Follow, I, I don't follow we Dave Grohl's every move. Yes, you do. I don't. Yes, you do. Not the biggest. You're not the, the biggest Foo Fighters. I mean, there are some Foo Fighter stuff that I love. Yeah, but I'm, have I listened to? Have I really given a Foo Fighter song a chance in ten years? Twelve years. <laughs> Probably not that long, Bob. Twelve wasting years. Life. <laughs> I mean, they've, I, had, they've had at least three albums I since think so. then, and I'm just like, it sounds like Foo Fighters is probably going to get nominated for Best Rock Album, and it at does the Grammys, and I just don't care. <laughs> Dave Grohl is great, though. I mean, he's a great musician. It's very true. Very true. He is yeah. great. He is great. He's Caleb, great. do you have anybody else that you would have thrown in here, just off the top of your head, that you would have? You well, initially to on my uh, my first group there with my. <laughs> one that is logical. Mm-hmm. I almost made it very not logical by having Elliot Smith as the lead singer. But then I decided to go the complete logical route and not, not have a dead person as the lead singer. So I picked sure. Ellie. That's all. That's that's all. That's uh, my only other. That's my only like replacement I can think of that I initially had on my before list. before on my on my live list before I had a uh, uh, Isabel being the uh, uh, rhythm guitarist. I actually had James Hetfield. <laughs> And then I was just like, you know what? That's just not plausible. James Hetfield would not do that. He would only play power chords. And 
but which is yeah. not true. James Hetfield is a wonderful rhythm guitar player, but he just yeah. it's power chords and riffs. I, I don't I don't think he ever plays a, a G chord. So you know, but it is what it is. So uh, Caleb, that's our super groups that we would have. I think that would be those would be fun to watch. I think they'd be fun yeah. to watch and fun to listen to for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Caleb, uh, next week um, we actually a uh, big a big art show, a big art. Um, uh, not really in a, a show, but a collective of people will be getting together to talk uh, the Southern West Virginia art uh, around our area, and which you know paintings and and uh, sculpting and uh, photography, and, okay. you know, you name it. It's the music, you, you mm-hmm. know, you name it. It's there. Um, so we've been asked to do a special next week uh, for that uh, so collective. Twenty. This the twenty first. On right. the 21st, yes, 21st. on the 21st. Yeah. Um, so I believe, if I am not so mistaken... That, that episode will come out on the 24th? That will come out on the 24th, 24th. that's right. Yeah. That is right. So um, there, will, there will be no uh, uh, draw from a hat that, that week. That's exactly. pre-scheduled. Exactly. Uh, um, so actually what's going to happen is the week of the 17th. So the, so that episode for the, the, the art gallery, uh, the art expo... Uh, collective uh, situation, which we're, we're still getting some details on, but we wanted to go ahead and let you know that that's happening because we're really excited to do that. We'll be on the 24th. Yeah, uh, some that pretty episode. Cool, so pretty in two cool weeks. Pretty, some pretty cool people join us. Yeah, on yeah the some mic. pretty, cool, some yeah, pretty yeah. cool people will be joining us um, um, with a lot of cool interviews about art in Southern West Virginia. Uh, but next week, you're mm-hmm. hearing this on the 10th, on the 17th, Monday the 17th, we are going to be doing a very special episode. We're going to be doing a draft. A draft. Of Taylor Swift songs. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so unprepared. So unprepared for. <laughs> so. Which Nancy will be joining Which us Nancy will one. be joining yeah. us for that because she said if she didn't, she would murder us in She's our sleep. And I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I mean, I, I'm a, literally I just, a Swiftie by marriage. So. Just, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know. You know so, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Um, <laughs> me. Exclamation. exclamation point with Brandon Yuri or Panic at the Disco. <laughs> what a sad day when Panic at the Disco stopped. It's gonna yeah. be sad. What you, they what they did stop. What he's, are you talking about? I mean, I, he's got that last tour, right? He's doing the last tour in the UK. I he and was then stopping. It's over. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, he's. I, in, I don't it's, think it's a sad day. They I, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had anything good since. Pretty odd. Pretty odd. I don't care what anybody Half says. Half of Vices and Virtues. Nah. Half Vices and Virtues got some good songs on it. No. Yes. Do you want to debate Vices and Virtues real quick? We'll do it. <laughs> I listen. We'll go track by I track, don't, I don't buddy. remember a single song on that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, starting on uh, next week, we will have the Taylor Swift draft. The week after that, we will have the, uh, the yeah. interviews at the art uh, collective thing that we're doing. After that, we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming. If not, we'll tell you what's going to happen on the twenty fourth for that. We're allowed to, to to spice it up and do some cool things. Yeah, we're allowed we've, to we've deviate. Done some, but we've we've done a lot of yeah. We've done a lot of chatting from hats. Okay, okay. We're allowed we've to deviate like 12, and have some specials when we we've want done to. Like thirteen of those. Okay, if we want to split it up and do something cool. Technically fourteen now. This will is this episode be 14? fourteen. Okay, so fourteen now. So, so. we're going to have a two week span of doing some cool stuff, uh, and then we'll get back, back to, to our the lame stuff. Back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> programming. Uh, so, uh, Caleb, where can people find us? They can find us on Facebook by typing in "chat from a hat" as well as Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to email us, we are chat from a hat cast at gmail.com. 
And of course, you can stream us wherever you stream podcasts, which is what you're doing right now, whichever podcast. Uh, uh, streaming provider you're listening to us on right now. Yep. Uh, also, keep an eye out on our Facebook page. We will be sharing the uh, event page for that art thing that we will be uh, involved in. If you feel like coming out to it, uh, stop by, and who knows, you may end up on the podcast yourself. Uh, so, Caleb, anything else you want to add? Nope. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> well, folks, thank you for joining us this week on Chat From A Hat. We will talk to you next week about a Taylor Swift draft. Oh, yeah. Caleb, I hope you're ready to get it's gonna destroyed. It's going to be video, too. It's going to be video. Oh, it is going to be video. Yeah, it's it's going to be a video. You're going to be able to see us on that. Oh, God. Ooh. We're not. You can still listen our to ugly, us. Our ugly still on the podcast. Though. Uh, you know we're going to get destroyed with that, right? I don't really care. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Folks, we'll talk to you next week and talk about Taylor Swift songs. 